Within an instant, he disappeared. The two men awoke, startled, upon finding themselves inside a pot and when they released themselves out of it, they were greeted by the, the same three aliens back at the office. They said to follow them towards the main ship's control console and to begin work on their operating systems. Will's Benix system was for the operational purposes while Gary's Unix system was used for diagnostics. They remained on the ship as engineering advisors but really, they were slaves and were forced to build machines to send to other planets to mine materials and build machines. Gary wanted to know what kind of organization they were a part of. You are now a member of ICC, Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerate. Essentially, it is a slave labor force, there's currently continual trade with over 900 ET species, in the Milky Way galaxy. They barter technology and biological, natural resources. Will and Gary were shocked and demanded to be released. The aliens ignored their demand and forced them to begin working. They reminded them that they were under their orders to show them which operating system of theirs is better. In return, they will give them a higher status. After many months, the XBM Zeta beings decided to head out into the other reaches of the galaxies. They brought along Gary and Will to a nearby moon-orbiting planet Holgris. This is one of our bases, they said. Will convinced the Zetas that he would make a better lead engineer than Gary because he was more capable to figuring the faults of their current operating system. So the Zeta's superiors, passed the two men to the engineering labs with their operating systems. They brought the operating systems at the laboratories for their subordinates to, to study the unconventional systems. They were told, according to Will, Gary's Unix operating system was inappropriate. Gary glared at Will, but he kept his cool. As Will used his marketing capabilities, as he was able to sell them his system and made them not go near Gary's. The engineers never touched his system, Unix. Will directed the team where to start, test launching the system. In spite of the engineers being told what to do by a slave, they were desperate to change their systems. So they were to get the system in place within a month. After some adjustments and repairs on Benix, it continued to run with no real problems until November. It was not long until a malfunctioning error had occurred in the system's mainframe. The Zeta engineers began to panic. What is happening? Where's Will? While he had been tinkering with another computer elsewhere, they called for his help to take a look at the issue. Why do I have to do everything? Will groaned, and he became aggravated and stormed out of the room. As Gary was passing by, he chuckled to himself, he has no idea what I've been working on, he was already secretly working on his latest masterpiece, utilizing his signature code, which he had saved inside of his Unix system. It was a high-ended, microscopic processing chip and this was a big comeback to Will. As December came, there had been a rumor going around the laboratory that the XBM computer scientists found out a better system that was now being developed for the Zeta Project Engineering. Will's Benix was to be obsolete pretty soon. When the scientists went and sat down, they found out that their entire plan for the Zeta Project had been a huge scam. And when word got out that Will's Benix was actually a rip-off of Gary's Unix, there was a uproar. It was none other than Gary who spread the rumor to give himself the opportunity to demonstrate the power of his system. 
The Zeta engineers that had been called over to XBM executive board meeting came to check the Benix system. They put it to a test and compared the two. It was not long after they knew full well it was copied from Gary's Unix. This was the main reason for the problems occurring. The Zeta engineers thought of a way to try and mimic Will and Gary's work. What they were designing was uncommon and simply impossible due to the translation commands of the copy. The screen keep displaying multiple error messages. This could be bad, we don't have much time left until our deadline, we have to request and negotiate more time with our executives. When they put in a request to their Zeta executives, they refused to listen, and demanded that they complete it at their given deadline. After testing was completed, they ran into even some more issues with Will's system and eventually, the engineers were running out of patience because they didn't know what to do. They began to panic as they were beginning to blame one another. Then Gary walked into the lab and shouted, Alright, everybody, enough is enough. Just see for yourselves. The Zeta engineers put in place of the faulty Benix, they plugged in Unix. It was a done deal and Gary introduced his latest, fail-safe, operating system called MCP-1011. Without any effort it could have enough processing power to control this entire base. The head Zeta Grays applauded this and demanded work to be done immediately. They sent their smiling robots out to collect biological materials and craft more machines. Let's get to work. The project leader shouted. The XBM Zeta engineers and programmers completed installing the newest operating systems on their computers. Afterwards, they sent Gary and Will aboard their spaceship to help work on their latest creation, the transformation ship. They needed more materials from the rings of Holgris. They brought robots on board and sent them out of the spaceship to collect rocks, minerals and ice. Once they have collected as much as they needed, they brought it back to the ship to begin crafting materials to produce the chips. However, we'll found out the engineers switched operating systems, as went over to the nearby computer screens. He became furious and wanted to get his revenge. He wasn't going to let that go easily. He said to Gary, after we are done with these alien tyrants, I will settle this score with you, Kolg. Will, challenged him to a duel after he planned his attack on the Zeta beings. But first, he convinced Gary that if they teamed up, they will wipe these pitiful Zetas out of their way. Once they took care of them, their plan is to revolt the entire fleet. Little did they know, the Zeta beings had programmed these machines to build more machines and they installed an advanced chip to be able to intake negative energy. The Zetas had meditated and transmuted their negative energies into these small chips. The Zeta scientists built one of their own, greatest machine called Curling. It was a juggernaut, humanoid robot. He had a powerful artificial intelligence. It used negative energy to enlarge itself. It was so advanced it became sentient and suddenly began to revolt the Zeta moon base. It tried to send more robots to destroy the neighboring buildings. It shot a beam at it and caused a hit in the diagnostic station in the center hall. As it rampaged down the hallways, like Frankenstein, it left a trail of destruction behind it. We have a code silver, I repeat, a code silver. The security protocol announced. The Zeta security forces rushed out to defend the base but they were flicked away one after another. Then, Curling blasted out of the base and flew out into space. 
it had caused a lot of damage in the building. Then, the emergency maintenance robots were summoned to patch up the holes and spliced back the wires. Soon all of the systems went back online. Meanwhile, on the ship, the engineers finally finished working on their transformation chip and so they tested it and it shot out a beam of energy. But it missed and deflected off a shiny surface and right before it was going to hit Will and Gary, the Archon Azazeth appeared before them, like a tornado of darkness, and he grabbed a hold of the beam's energy, flopping as though it were an eel, and turned around and zapped the two men, electrocuting them. The smoke covered the area until it had cleared. You can hear Will and Gary coughing and to their surprise, they've been transformed into two large computers. They were speechless and didn't feel like their human self any longer. Then a voice was uttered. I hope you love your new look, the time has come, who will it be? The road to the throne of darkness has begun. Will and Gary knew it was the Archontic being, Arzazeth. It became apparent that they had developed much stronger hearing and advanced computational capabilities. They overheard that the Zeta leaders were planning to set a course to invade planet Holgris and to send their robots for mining natural resources and for their own gains. The two newly transformed large supercomputers, Gary and Will had enough of their plotting and so they had plotted to overthrow their masters. They had to complete their plan to fight for control of a moon base. Then Arzazeth came and whispered to them telepathically. The time has come, to unleash the darkness. Just then, an explosion happened down at the back of the ship. It was the juggernaut bot, curling. Destroy all threats. Threat detected. It shouted. It set its sights on destroying Will and Gary. We must team up. Together, we can destroy him. Will cried. The two supercomputers teamed up and combined their strength and blasted an energy beam at Curling, but amazingly, it resisted. It began screeching out of rage and picked up other machines and threw them at the master controls. They blocked his attacks and Will restrained it by using his anti-gravity wave to immobilize the beast. And Gary performed the manual override on it and shut it down. Then a voice yelled out, Well done my children, now let my minions make their allegiance and join your army. But there shall only be one. Only one. Suddenly, a huge flash of darkness enveloped the entire ship and the ship was being controlled and was sent back to the base. Then the smoke cleared up and went inside all of the machines they exited the ship. It was not before long, the shadowy beings flew around and inhabited the machines, connected with the new transforming chip. They began transforming and they've become, the first switchformers. They knelt down before the two master controls and said, We are honored to serve you. Then Will and Gary gathered and rallied up all of their newfound minions. They planned to wipe out the Zeta Masters before they set off to planet Holgris. Alright all of you. Let's destroy them all, we are slaves no more. The crowd of machines cheered. Will and Gary programmed these machines to build more machines and they installed the transforming chip able to mimic and transform into vehicles, electronics and structures. More shadowy beings flowed into the machines. Then, the master controls took apart and pulled new circuits and other high-tech hardware from the destroyed juggernaut, Curling. They integrated it into their own console programming, 
to cause them to grow much larger and intake huge amounts of negative energy. The Archontic entity, Arzazeth urged them to battle for the throne of darkness. The time has come my sons, who will it be? Now, it was a question of who would be the one to lead them all? Master Control Will, convinced the other machines to join his ranks and he promised to raise their rank. Master Control Gary, turned to all of them and said, Time is of the essence, Will and myself were once humans living on Earth, but now we've become more powerful than we'd ever been. Look at this planet we are orbiting, that will be our new home, that's where we've all been created from. The Switchformers looked towards planet Holgris as they wanted to rule and claim it as their own. That was the beginning of the Zeta Conquest. Will shouted, let's give them the boot they deserve. So all of the minion Switchformers crashed through the buildings and attacked every Zeta and Reptoid alive. And the two Master Controls focused their negative energies and took control of the entire moon base and closed down their operations. The Zeta leaders were powerless and they all began retreat. The engineers and crew members couldn't escape and they were all defeated. Not a single Zeta or Reptoid was left. The Switchformers all shrieked with excitement and cheered. Now that they have all gone, it was time to decide who will be the sole leader of the Switchformers. Will and Gary stared each other down, as this was the only thing left to accomplish. Battle. Battle, battle. Chanted the Switchformers as they gathered outside of the moon base. Arzazeth then emerged and sat on his throne to spectate the two master controls. The stage has been set. Will and Gary squared off, as they hovered around each other as the Switchformers cheered on. Suddenly, Will zapped him with a quick flash that had temporarily blinded Gary and then he used his anti-gravity wave, to immobilize Gary and threw him off the base off the moon. After Will won the first duel, Arzazeth applauded, the winner, excellent. Then Arzazeth presented him with a new throne, for you, Master Control Will hovered over the stump of gold and sat over it. I am your new leader, Gary is no more. Miles away from the moon base, Gary floated away. He felt so ashamed, he could hear his father yelling in his head, don't be a weakling. And he could see Will's face smirking. I cannot allow this. I must reclaim my throne of darkness. Utilizing the transformation ship, he focused and transformed into an alien spacecraft and traveled to different parts of the solar system and visited other planets to train. He fought a multitude of monsters and machines. Once he captured and defeated them, he recruited them. All being other shape-shifting shadowy monsters and robots to join him on his journey. After many months passed by, Gary, with his newfound army, had trained so much, he reached his maximum power. He then set a course back to the Zeta moon base for a rematch with Will. On the way, he thought to himself with fire in his eyes. I shall reclaim my pedestal. To reclaim my soldiers and conquer. I am the true leader of the Switchformers. Will Gary reach Will for round two? Will he be strong enough to take the mantle of power? Who will be the ruler of the Switchformers? To be continued.